Discover personally how the Word of God can affect and change your life as you listen to this message by Bishop Eddie Fabin. Bishop Eddie Fabin serves as a senior pastor at the Kodesh of the Kodesh Family Church, a denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, founded by Bishop Daguerre Mills. Eddie Fabin is an inspiring teacher and preacher of the Word of God, a renowned marriage counselor, and an anointed prophet God uses to bless multitudes. Now, may the Spirit of God touch you as you listen to Bishop Eddie Fabin. This morning I want you to know that God has something special for you. God has something spectacular for you. God has something spiritual for you. Amen. And um, God has prepared a servant, an anointed man, somebody who I admire very much. When he preaches, you are definitely blessed. When he preaches, he always leaves you with a scripture you have never heard before. And that scripture blesses your life. As you are rising on your feet, rise properly. And with a clap offering and a mighty shout, shall we welcome to the pulpit our own brother, Bishop Eddie you put your hands together for Jesus hallelujah thank you very much Bishop Nee for that introduction amen how many excited to be in church this morning and uh, we are still counting down the days to our Good Friday miracle service at the Independence Square hallelujah we have 18 days to go I tell you we are almost there so that's why we are in our t-shirts. You see Bishop Nee is wearing a nice t-shirt. My wife is also wearing a nice one. And I'm also wearing a nice one, isn't it? Hallelujah. Well, we want to take our memory verse today before we take our seats. Second Chronicles chapter 20 and verse 20. Why? It's long, but it flows. It flows. If you can get the flow, you, you, you will get it. It flows. So let's take it together. Ready? Go. Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 20. And they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekwa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood up and said, Hear me, O Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, so shall ye be established. Believe his prophets, so shall ye prosper. Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 20. So it's easy. They rose early in the morning. They went, and as they went, Jehoshaphat stood up, and he said, Believe in the Lord your God, and you shall be established. Believe his prophets. 
Yeah, it flows. It just flows. They rose up. They went. And as they went, Jehoshaphat stood up and said, You are there. Okay. So let's take it together. Ready, go. Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 20. And they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood up and said, Hear me, O Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, so shall ye be established. Believe his prophets, so shall ye prosper. Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 20. Amen. Is it working? You are very cool, too cool for my... It's working. All right. Let's take it together. You know, when you get the wilderness of Tekwa, it's like Takwa, Takwa, Tekwa. Okay, let's take it together. Ready, go. Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 20. And they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekwa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood up and said, Hear me, O Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, so shall ye be established. Believe his prophets, so shall ye prosper. Second Chronicles 20, verse 20. Okay. I keep saying Jehoshaphat stood up, but it's, he stood. One more. Last one. Tell the next person, try and get it well. Get, try and get it well. And tell the person, it flows. It flows. All right. So let's take it together. Ready, go. Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 20. And they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, so shall ye be established. Believe his prophets, so shall ye prosper. Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 20. Hallelujah. I think we can do it. Let's do it. Okay, ready, go. Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 20. And they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, so shall ye be established. Believe his prophets, so shall ye prosper. Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 20. Hallelujah. Amen. Lift up your hands to the Lord and bless the Lord. Hallelujah. You have won the victory. 
stand here to celebrate your victory over death. Thank you for winning the victory for us. We walk in this victory. We overcome in this victory. We make it in this victory. We thank you. We bless you. We give you all the glory. Have your way this morning. Let your will be done. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. Please be seated. Turn your Bibles with me to Philippians chapter 2. And we are still preaching from this book, Others. Get a copy of it. It's a very powerful book, Others, written by Bishop Doug Heward Mills. It's a book that will make your life become very great when you think about others. Hallelujah. Philippians chapter 2, verse 4 and 5 is our foundational scripture for this particular series. Philippians chapter 2, verse 4, it says that, Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Somebody say others. Verse 5 says that, Let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus so having a mind for others is a mind that Jesus had and that is why he left his throne in heaven to come down to this earth to die for others not for himself for others hallelujah last week we said that there are four things we need to know about others. Number one, we said others need Christ, isn't it? There are many people out there who need the gospel. They haven't heard about Jesus. And they are waiting for you and I to come and tell them about Jesus. Secondly, we said what? Others what? Need a shepherd. And that is why you also need to rise up and become a shepherd. Because there are many people who are lost. Jesus said in Matthew 9 verse 36... 
He said that when he saw the people, he was moved with compassion. For they were scattered. They fainted because they had no shepherd. As soon as there's no shepherd, people scatter and people faint. But when there's a shepherd, look at so many people gathered here this morning. Shepherds have gathered the people. Instead of being scattered, they have brought the people to... Oh, I think we should put our hands together. And we salute all the Basenta shepherds. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Gathering the people. We can have more people becoming Basenta shepherds. Number three, we said others what? Must hear the message. The message that you are hearing. They must also hear it. We come to church, we hear the message, we are blessed. But there are more people out there who need to also hear. We need to bring them in. Like Bishop said one time, others for chop some. Others for chop some. So bring them to also come and enjoy the food that we are eating. And I tell you, a lot of people are preaching all sorts of things. But the Bible says in, in Luke 24, or Matthew 24, it says that this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached. So it's not every gospel which is the gospel. That's what Paul was telling the Galatians. If anybody preaches to you another gospel. So there are other gospels, but we are talking about this gospel. Tell somebody this gospel. And number four, we said that others have issues. People have problems. If you don't take care, you will think that you are the only one who has problems. But you see somebody's problem and say, hey, people are suffering. No. As well, my own is nothing. I think I should just take it like that. Choche. You see, but that's why you must become a shepherd. When you become a shepherd, that's when you see people's problems. You hear. You will see that, ah, I was worried for nothing. Amen. Today, we want to move on to chapter 2. And we are looking at the subject, others or self. Others or self. Luke chapter 9 and verse 23. And he said unto them all, If any man will come after me, if any man will come after me, if you have decided that you want to come after Jesus, then this is what you have to do. Let him deny himself. Or he said, let him deny others. He said, let him deny himself. Take up his cross and follow me. That's what Jesus said. If you're really going to do this work of reaching out to others, you must deny yourself. You see, naturally, we love ourselves. Do you know how you can tell? When you take a group picture, everybody, when there's a group picture and you're part of it, you look. The first person you look out for is you. You'll be looking, where, where am I? Before you look for any other person. That's our nature. Others or self. We, we always look out for what we, we, we can get. Looking for me. Where, where am I? 
Where am I? Every time we are looking for ourselves and what we can get. But we never look up. I've never seen anybody who's taken a group picture. The first person you look for, where is this person? The first person you look for is for you. Where am I in the picture? And in the picture, you are not looking nice. You start complaining. Look at this. Then you even stop looking for others. Look at me in the picture. I don't like the picture again. Because we love ourselves. It is worrying, you see. Yeah. And it, that's how our nature is. You see people, even in marriage, we thinking about one brother, he was telling me he likes CDs, music CDs. These days, they don't sell CDs much. But he used to buy CDs, collect them. And his wife started complaining about it. They are using all the money for the CDs. Shall I say feedback? Check the sound. Buying CDs. Now you know what he started doing. He will buy the CD. When he buys, then he will bring it to his wife and say, I bought this for you. Yeah, it's a present. It's a present Talking for you. Of my love. Talking of my love. The CD was for him because the wife will not even listen to it. So that's how we are. You see people in marriage when it comes to sex. Hey, hey. We are thinking about self. Others or self. The other day I was reading 1 Corinthians chapter 7 in the Message Bible. If you have it, put it there. He said that, verse 3, I think. He said, the marriage bed must be a place of mutuality. Yes. The husband seeking to satisfy his wife and the wife seeking to satisfy her husband. What a mutuality. Think about others. And verse 4 says that marriage is not the place to stand up for your rights. Yeah. But you see people but let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus I see you having a change of mind it is even said and today Bishop New was also confirming that people who run businesses that are always thinking about others do better yeah that's why you have all these companies like Coca-Cola and all. The, they've been there for years because they've always been about others. <laughs> others like sweet things. Even the price, they just still one Ghana, one Ghana pet. I saw one advert say one Ghana pet. Amen. So that has been the issue of man, always thinking about ourselves. What I want for myself, what I can get, but none is thinking about the gospel of Christ. One day, Paul was talking about Timothy, was describing him. And he said in Philippians chapter 2 and verse 20, he described Timothy. He said, I will send Timothy shortly to you. He said, But I have no, like, no man like minded who will naturally care for your state. He said, Every man, verse 21, seek their own. And not the things of Christ. Everybody is thinking about his own. Everybody is thinking about what he can get. But not about Christ. 
Even in church, when you hear people's testimonies, the reason why they even join the church. Oh, this church, when I went, when I joined the church, I got the beloved. When I joined that church, I, I, I had a baby. When I joined that church, uh, my business changed. So the whole thing is about me, myself, and I, and what I can get. But we are saying that to walk in the place of blessing, you need to forget about you and enter into thinking about others. Oh, I thought you were going to put your hands together. So Bishop says here, thinking about others, working for others, and loving others is a mysterious key to your greatest blessing. Life is either about you or about others. There is a decision you are going to have to make. Either you live for yourself or for others. Now, living for yourself is a selfish life. It is a life about self-interest, self-love, and self-enhancement. Every time, self, myself, thinking about myself, but it's a decision you have to take. You can still decide today that you will care for others instead of just caring for yourself. It says that living for others and doing things for others produces a richer, much more fulfilling life. Mm. Jesus Christ told us to deny ourselves and follow him. Saying no to yourself is saying no to a life of self-centeredness. And saying no to self is the beginning of a life that cares for others. Somebody say others. How come it's only about yourself and not others? The dangers of self-centeredness and self-promotion. We want to look at the dangers of self-centeredness and self-promotion. So, self-centeredness and self-promotion. This is a typical description of the devil. And anytime you want to know if the devil is operating through somebody, just look out for these things. Self-centeredness and self-promotion. It's a clear thing. You see, Psalm 75 and verse 4, verse 5, verse 5. The Bible says that lift not up your horn on high. <laughs> the Bible moves deeper. It's like they say you blow your own horn. Speak not with a stiff neck. <laughs> For promotion. See, anytime you see for or therefore, you should find out what is therefore. Those who lift themselves up. You cannot lift yourself. If I try lift you up, how far can you go? Try. I have to go higher, but it's not working. That's a point. That's all I can do. So you need someone who is higher above you. The person will lift you up like this. Oh, I see people here. God is going to lift you up. Everybody is trying to lift himself up. 
Promotion does not come from the east nor from the west, nor from the south. But he didn't mention the north. Because up there is where promotion comes from. That is where God is. And he will be the one to lift you up. Oh, I see God lifting somebody up. You can choose to promote yourself. Now, the first danger we want to see is self-promotion caused the fall of Lucifer. You can choose to promote yourself or to promote others. Self-promotion is the deadly sin of Satan. Satan exalted himself instead of exalting God and was cast down as a withered branch. From the moment he was cast down, he has been inspiring multitudes to do the same thing that led to his destruction. You know, Satan, he has been brought that he wants others to also come. He is also looking for others. Yeah, he is busily looking for others to join him. Yeah, you know how it is. Every time you are doing something, you want to make sure that there are people with you, isn't it? Yeah, it's like when you write exam and you fail. You will be asking, looking around for others who fail because you don't want to be alone. Charlie, what did you get? What did you get? Oh, we are not alone. (laughs) How many don't know what I'm talking about? You wrote an exam, you didn't pass anywhere asking. You, you, what did you get? You two, F, 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 O, okay. Then... (laughs) Do you know some other person who also failed? He said, I know this. Oh, then we are, we are a lot. So, Satan failed in his exam. So, he's looking for other people to also fail with him. Hey, but minus you. I, I, I declare and I see that you will not be part of the people that Satan is taking. Looking for multitudes to move with him. And look at what he said. Isaiah chapter 14. Verse 12. He said, How art thou fallen from heaven? O Lucifer, son of the morning, how art thou cut down to the ground? With this we king the nations. He said, For thou hast said in thine heart. You see, that's where the thing is. You don't say it out. You say it in your heart. I will, look at that. I will ascend. I will. In just these three verses alone, I will is about five. I will ascend. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. Hey! This type of thinking is not a good way of thinking. It's not the mind of Christ. I will ascend. A lot of people want to go high. We want to get to the top. We want... I get amazed that when people are in church, they don't want to get to the top. But in other places, they want to get to the top. Oh, I shouldn't say it. Why is it that when you are in the church, 
you don't want to get to the top and be a shepherd, be a pastor, be a leader in the church, but at your workplace, you want to ascend. It, it just shows you that this one is the mind of the devil. It doesn't want you to always. Lucifer. I want to ascend. I want to go above everybody. And I will exalt myself. Where is it? Verse 13. I will exalt my throne. My throne. My throne above the stars. You have a throne. And you want to exalt. We love to exalt ourselves. But you see, Jesus said, don't exalt yourself. I think in Matthew 23. He said, don't exalt yourself. But allow God to exalt you. Yeah. When you exalt yourself, he said, whosoever shall exalt himself shall be abased. And he that humbles himself shall be exalted. But Satan, you see, and the thing, it eats you up so much that you even fail to see. Obadiah, verse 3, Obadiah is just one chapter. He was talking and he was prophesying about the pride in our hearts. He said, the pride of your heart has deceived you. Thou that dwellest in the clefts of the rock, whose habitation is high, that saith in his heart once again, who shall bring me down to the ground? You, you are even become blind. Where you are seated, your post, your position, is gotten into your head so much, you don't even think about others. It's just about yourself, and you are exalting yourself, that nobody can bring me down. Hey! You haven't heard about King Nebuchadnezzar? You haven't heard about great people that were brought down? Who thought they would never come down? The only people who stayed up were the people who were thinking about others. He said, who will bring me down? Verse 4. He said, though you exalt yourself like an eagle and you set your nest among the stars, he said, I will bring you down. I will bring you down. I will bring you down. to bring me down I want God to lift me up look at the nearest person look at the way even the person is seated you can see that even on the chair just uh, on the throne I will exalt myself I mean it's it's natural with us he said but I will bring you down you think that you're going to be there forever you're going to come down and many others, and that's why it's those who think about others, they have always been the people who were upon high. Bible says in First Kings, when the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream, First Kings, I think chapter three, verse five, he asked him, "What do you want?" And you wonder how many people, if God should ask you such a question, what do you want? You want the answers that people are going to give. One brother was going to get married. Bishop Saki was counseling them and he asked him, so tonight, if Jesus will appear before you, before your wedding tomorrow, and he asked you, what do you want? What will you? He said, oh, video deck, video deck. 
Jesus should appear. Video deck now. Today, nobody uses that video deck again. Piamonko. Nobody uses it again. That's what you are going to ask Jesus for. But when the Lord appeared to Solomon, Solomon did not ask for video deck. Solomon did not ask for any of these things. Bible says that he said, the people you have given to me, I don't know how I'm going to take care of them. I need wisdom. I need understanding so that I can help them. I can lift them up. I can help them. I can be of great help to them. The Lord said to him, because you didn't ask for anything for yourself, today I'm also going to lift you up. I'm going to bless you. The things you have asked for, I'm going to give it to you and give you more. May God give you more than you are even imagining. When you become a king, a prime minister, a minister of state, what will you be asking for? Maybe I need my 10%. Kick back. Isn't that what they say? Kick back. The road that they are making, you have chopped one lane. There's only one lane. It's supposed to be two lanes. Somebody's too much. When people are asking for understanding, you may not know how thinking about others can be a blessing to you yourself. And that same road that you have eaten one lane, your family member will be driving on it to have an accident. Oh, I don't, I don't, I shouldn't say what I'm saying. I don't even know what God has into. I will exalt myself. He said, I will sit. Eh? What was what, the scripture? He said, What? I will sit also upon the mount. You see, this way always affects, this way of thinking always affects your decisions. I will sit. Me, I like to sit in BMW. Cardia. And I'm a German. German. So, your whole mind is like that. You don't even think about any other person. Everything is BMW. 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 It affects the way you do things. You never think about others. I will sit. I will be here. Jesus confronted the people in Matthew 23. The Pharisees. He said, you have to sit in the seat of Moses. Just so that they can call you uh, as a lute honorable. Why do you want to sit there? We are not saying that don't desire to sit in a BMW. Don't desire to sit at high places. But what is your motive? Is it to bring people to Christ? Or is it to have your own gain? Church is quiet. I don't know why. And many times the people who want to sit in the audience, it's not because they are not happy. Oh. They are not happy. They want something to make them happy. But they are not happy people. Not happy people. What will make you happy? So when you begin to look at the things of God. When 
when you begin to look at the work of God, that's when you begin to be happy. David asked God, What is man that thou art so mindful of him? He said so many things, and he said, You have placed him over your works. You have glorified him, and you have placed him over your works. Then I realized that the glory comes when you are placed over the works of God. When you are not over the works of God, there's no glory. And that is why when man fell, they lost their glory. Because they were no longer taking care of the works of God. The thing that will bring you glory is the work of God. So David said, instead of me exalting myself, I will exalt the Lord. Psalm 34, verse 1. He said, oh, magnify the Lord with me. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boasts in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. He said, oh, magnify the Lord with me. And let us exalt his name forever. When you begin to exalt his name, Bible says in verse 4, look at what happens. He said, I sought the Lord and he heard me. When you begin to exalt him, now when you seek him, you, he will hear you. I see people beginning to exalt the Lord. And may the Lord hear you. He delivered me, verse 4 still. He delivered me from all my fears. The reason you are having fears is because you are exalting yourself. When you begin to exalt God, all your fears will vanish. He said... They looked unto him and they were lightened, and they were faces, their faces were not ashamed. There is something about people who exalt the Lord, their faces are always lightened, their faces are bright, they are always smiling, they are always happy, they are always rejoicing. You wonder why their faces are lightened because they exalt the Lord always. Exalt the Lord. Number two, because my time is up. That would be because he just came, you see. <laughs> I will be like the Mosai. I didn't talk about that one. Why do you want to be like the Mosai? Ah, it's a mind you can't understand that. Ah, somebody is sitting there and thinking that he wants to be like God. Yeah, in the office, you look at your boss. You want to be like him. See your pastor's wife. You want to be like that? It's an evil mind to her. You're a lady in the church. I wish I was uh, the pastor's wife. You want to move her and be there? I want to be the pastor's wife. What kind of mind is that? Even she herself, because she's not beautiful. If I look at myself, I can see that I'm very nice. I'm, I'm even more prettier. The pastor, I don't know, his eyes are not good. You cannot be. One day I watched a movie. The title of the movie was Bruce Almighty. Have you seen that movie before? There was somebody who was complaining that God was not doing his work well. So God appeared to him in the movie when you see, get it. And God said, you said you can do my work better than me. Okay, come and be God for one day. 
It was not easy for the guy. When he woke up in the morning, prayers from Ghana, from uh, <laughs> from Lagos, from here, Zwedru. People were all praying prayers. He said, "No, it cannot be. I, I cannot do this work every day. I'll be here." No, 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 no. I cannot do this work. So <laughs> he came up with a plan. He got a computer and he said, "All the prayers you enter the computer." And then he will answer from the computer. So he sat down. He was answering. He saw that the thing. He answered millions of prayers. When he sent, sent. As soon as the thing went, another about 50 million prayer topics came again. He said, no. This work, pray without season. People are praying in Ghana alone. Achimota Forest. No. He said, this work, I cannot do it. So he decided, he came up with another plan. And the plan was that he's going to say yes to every prayer. Hey, can you imagine? So somebody said, Lord, kill my wife. Yes. This one said, this, yes. Everything is yes. It was not for long. God appeared to him and said, have you seen that my work is not easy? Because the confusion that came in the world, people were praying that the day will be changed to night and night to day. So confusion. And God appeared. He said, see that my work is not easy. He said, you want to be like me? Let's be serious. I, I'm just wondering that. What is going on in your head? Let's be serious. Number two, self-promotion. My time is up. Two minutes more. Self-promotion caused the fall of the first man. Yeah. And it has caused every other fall. Genesis chapter 3 verse 4. The serpent said to the woman, You shall not surely die. For God knows that in the day you eat of this fruit, your eyes will be open. That thing eh, is a very bad thing. I remember when we were growing up, they used to say, Oh, we need him be here. And it looks like a derogatory thing. It's like when you don't know something, you have seen it's like, Oh, no, this one, I know. Open. So that thing, the devil will bring it to you, Charlie. If you don't go and sleep with that girl, Charlie, oh, you, you be virgin. Your eye no open. I know. Open. Yeah, no, you'll be, you'll be this thing. And they say these things. And makes you want to do some things you want to. So that's the same thing the devil uses. You know, smoke before. Weed. Oh, your eye no pain. Too slow. You be John. Say, yeah, John. One day somebody heard that somebody had traveled to Canada. He said, hey, but that guy said, John, how did he go to Canada? <laughs> But he said, when you eat this food, your eyes will be open. Ah. Hey, the woman liked it. So Bible says that when she saw, it said, and you will be like what? Like gods. Knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes, that is where window shopping came from Pleasant to the eyes. Women, window shopping. They are not buying anything, but the thing is pleasant to my eyes. Moving. When she saw that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took it. Immediately. That's how. Ah, this one will make me. Ah, 
Ah, my eyes to open. And that's what the devil will present to you all the time. Pleasant to the eyes. You look at the lady. Pleasant to the eyes. Good to be desired. Please don't touch it. One day a brother was talking to me. He said, Pastor, I don't know. Anytime I see her breast, something is saying, touch it. I said, hey! Touch not my anointed, please. Don't touch. See, sisters, too, the breast is showing all the time. The brother was worried. So the breast is speaking to me. I said, no. It's a self. <laughs> it is yourself that is wanting something. It is not a good thing. When you think about others, you will not be sleeping with her. And all that you will be taking good care of. But when the devil showed the thing to the woman, ah, that was it. And the thing that freaked her, you will be like God. We want to be like God. Why? Where are we going? You cannot be like God. No. That's the thing that leads to our downfall. And the enemy is getting many people. He himself went down. He's looking for people to join him. So he shows you things like that. He did it to Jesus. I'll give you this. I'll give you this. And Jesus said, no. That shall not serve any other God. He's lonely. He needs people to be with him. Bible says that he had no place anymore in heaven. He was cast down. So he's making sure that you too, you lose your place. Because Bible says we are seated in heavenly places. Oh, but you shall not come down. I see you still up there. Jesus name. So, let's not follow him and his things. Whatever it is that the devil is telling you, God is hiding from you, is a lie. Whatever you need, that's what God has given to you. Yeah. Whatever you need. I like that song that we sing. Great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new messes I see. He said, all I have need that thy hands has provided. Which means that what I didn't need, his hands didn't provide it. Whatever you needed, his hands provided it. Self-promotion, no. Promotion comes from God. So finally... It's time. It's not me. Genesis 11. Self-promotion caused the fall of Babel. These were the people who were building the Tower of Babel. And all they said, verse 4, and they said, go to let us build us a city, a tower, whose top will reach to heaven and let us make a name. A name lest we be scattered. You see, everybody wants security. Yeah. We don't want to be scattered. Security. So, all the thing we are doing is not for, it's just you. So that you will secure yourself. The preaching we are preaching today, self or others. As you want a name for yourself. To build a city. To build a tower. Lest we be scattered. Verse 5. And the Bible said, the Lord came down to see what the people were doing. They were building the tower. He said, not here. Not here. You want to make a name? Not where? For self. And that is why 
later on in that same chapter, the Lord appeared to Abraham. And he said, listen, come out. Come out from your father's house. When you go to chapter 12. He said, to a place that I will show you. Then he said in verse 2, he said, and I will make you. Not you, I will make you. Oh, I see God making you. You shall become a great nation. Today, everybody knows about Israel. It's not everybody who knows about Ghana. Maybe when you mention you are from Ghana, they say, Guyana. How many have experienced it? Not many people have experienced it. I see many people traveling. When you travel, you see. That's why they say travel and see. Are you Guyana? Not Guyana. Ghana. Hey, Ghana. West Africa. When you say West Africa, they say, ah, Nigeria. That's how they think all the time. And they think it's just one country. I know somebody in Mali. Do you know him? So how can I know him? If I'm, I'm Ghana. <laughs> I will make you a great nation. Number two, I will bless you. May the Lord bless somebody who is looking out for the things of God. I, I, not you. I will bless you. He said, and I will make the name that the people were looking for me. I will make your name great and you shall be a blessing. May you look out for the things of others. May you look out for the things of God. And as you look out for the things of God, I see the Lord blessing you and I see the Lord lifting you up. Your name shall become great in the name of Jesus. Stand to your feet and let's close. Our time is up. Put your hands together for Jesus. Oh, yes. It's all about you, oh Jesus, and all this is for you, for your glory and your fame, it's not about me, as if you should do things my way, you alone are God. And I surrender oh, to your way. It's all about you. It's all about you. Jesus. And all this is for you. For your glory. For your glory and your fame. It's not about me. As if you should do things my way, you alone are God, and I surrender to your ways, to your way. This morning, maybe you are here, somebody invited you to church. You don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. It's always been about me and the things I want. But today, I want to surrender my life to Jesus. If you are here like that, you want to give your life to Jesus, you want to be born again, lift up your right hand wherever you are. I'm going to pray with you. Right where you are, lift up your right hand. Let it go up. 
God bless you. I see your hands. God bless you. Let it go up. I see your hands. I see your hands. Many hands lifted. At the back, I see your hands. God bless you. God bless you. If you have lifted up your hand, please do one more thing for me. Move out of your seat and come to me in front here. Ashes, help them to come. Clap for them as they come. It's all about you. Oh, it's all about you. Oh, clap for them as they come. Come. Come to Jesus. Oh, this is for you. Keep coming. Oh, many people are coming. Clap for them. For your glory and your fame. It's not about me. Oh, yes. As if you should do things my way. Because you are Lord our God. And I surrender. Keep coming. Keep coming. To your Keep coming. It's all about you. Love for them. Many people are coming to Jesus. Come, 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 come. Come, my brother. For your glory and your faith. Not my faith. God bless you. Are these people coming? Run. Run to Jesus. Before the door closes. As you are coming, we are going to be praying. These people are coming. Wow. God bless you. God bless you. All these people are coming. Wow. Oh, put your hands together. Others, others need Christ. Others need Christ. Hallelujah. As you're coming, be praying with us. Those of you in front here, lift up your two hands. We're praying. Repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I thank you for dying on the cross to save me from my sins. Please forgive me all my sins. Come into my heart. Make me a new person. Please write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. From today, I will serve you. I will follow you for the rest of my days. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Hallelujah. Beautiful. God bless you. You've taken a very important decision. We want to pray with you and give you a book by the bishop of this church. I preach from one of his books. We're going to give you one of his books. You'll be blessed. Amen. So you see a lady pastor waving her hand. Please follow her. She'll give you the book and then come back and join us. Okay. God bless you. Clap for them as they go. Trust that you have been blessed, refreshed, and encouraged by the preaching of God's Word. For further inquiries, call plus 233-307-010-444. Eddie Fabin is also on Facebook and Instagram. God bless you.